never know dating with Danny Bevins. My brother's never been married, is no kids. He's been trying to explain dating to me for years. Now he's bringing people into the studio to try to explain modern dating to a guy that hasn't been on a date in 25 years and has been married for 20. So can they do it? Can they explain dating to me? Never. No. Dating with Danny Bevins starts now. Well, once again, John Jay, it is uh, just you and I, the uh, our regulars. I mean, we're Katie left alone to our own devices. Our never knows are are gone. They're gone. Katie is them. is camping. Daryl, who knows? But we know. What do we know? We know there's one thing that's going on with both of them. They've got pot. They got weed. <laughs> they got weed. Um, I say pot. Is that bad? That's bad, right? Okay. But we've got two uh, wonderful uh, young women with us today, and they're going to help me out. You're, you're going to explain it to me, uh, what it is like to be a single mom and dating in this world. Um, I'm married. I have a kid. Uh, this podcast came from my brother being a never know, never married, no kids. And what he's going through. And I'm just trying to figure out what it is that you guys have to deal with out there. And so we have, uh, we have a fantastic two people. We have Ashley Mosler and we have Amanda Wilson. And uh, you're both uh, beautiful women and single moms. And you're out, or you were out there. Some, some, you, you, I think you, uh, I'm sorry, Ashley, you have a, a man or I settled down? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't want to say man. You can't say man anymore. Yeah. You have a person. A person. I have a, I have a Gary. That's you have what a I Gary. Say. Are okay. you are you the single moms uh, in my area that is always being advertised to me on like the side screen there? No. No. You guys aren't those ones. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're on the wrong website. I guess I'm on the wrong websites. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you, but you were out there for a while, and what like was 10 that? Years. Yeah. What was that like? Oh, so um, did you? Did you do it too, where you were dating and then the dating apps came out and you kind of... So I actually, when I was thinking about, I mean, even before I had kids, my very first online date, it was someone I met on AOL Instant Messenger. Oh, and wow. his name was Hung Like a Horse 69. Nice. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know how I didn't get murdered. Like he picked me up and we went somewhere. Oh my God. I did Everything wrong, and he was super creepy. But <laughs> no, I'm like a horse. Sixty nine. I'm sorry, creepy. but I dated. I, I call them fix a flat um, people. Like I did fix a flats <laughs> for ten years. Like you put it in the tire, it fixes the problem for a little bit, but it kind of ruins the integrity of the tire. Oh, that is a afterwards. great one. Damn, I love that. Yeah, yeah, that is fantastic. Well, I'm going to tell you, you just freaked me out there because you do not look like. You were dating somebody on AOL Messenger unless you were doing it in middle school. So that is uh, that is crazy. And you are you with someone? Are you? Uh, yes, I finally found one that doesn't suck. Ooh, nice. <laughs> so it's not a fix flat. It's something no, else. No, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. He was a brand new tire. Yeah. <laughs> and you were out there. How long were you out in the? Um, I was divorced for I think eleven years before I started dating my current partner. Okay. Okay. So again, you're yeah. out there a long time. Yeah. God, why? How do you guys? Am I that old? It's a long road. That's a long they road. Look like children, and they're <laughs> and they they they're women. They're women. They've done things. We and, are women. Know, yes. So um, let's start with Ashley. Worst oh, no. story. Worst story of doing this. Uh, um, I mean, honestly, that's a really hard because all of them were bad. Right. Like every single internet. I had one guy. Um, I was pregnant at the time and I just wanted a distraction. So I thought this guy's out of the country. I'll talk to him back, you know, back and forth. And it's, 
you know, it, it makes me feel not so lonely, but right. I don't have to worry about him ever showing up <laughs> until he showed up <laughs> with no return flight <laughs> and ended up living with me for a year because I didn't want to kick him out and make him homeless. And he ended up ruining my life. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. He got involved with my um, oldest daughter's mother, and they he was feeding her lies. And so we ended up being in, like, litigation for child support and custody because he was saying that I was going out and partying every single night when I was at home. And I was the only one working, so I was providing for all of us. And um, he emailed my boss and told them that I was buying and selling drugs out of the bathroom. Wow. Because they wanted me to be drug test so then they could use that in court my custody case oh my god but i passed so okay yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah of course you're going out every night you're a man. bartender right well yeah. i was working yeah. <laughs> she's in the bar every night well yeah it's her job right. yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah she works there yeah, that, yeah that is fucked up and for then, a year where was he from um so he was south african australian and okay. i even like because he was a compulsive liar Two worst uh, accents right yeah, there. Yeah, well, and mixed yeah, together and was mixed super together, weird. Yeah, that's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and I even, at one point, I remember telling him, like, look, I know that everything out of your mouth is complete and utter bullshit, right. but I'm willing to, like, clean the slate. And if you are willing to let me know who you are, maybe we could, like, you know, right. do something. And he just he didn't do it. Oh, he told me he was a lawyer and all these crazy stories. And I'm like, then why can't you get a job? Yeah. And then after we broke up, he said that I should. Stay single out of respect for him, even though he was living in my house for free. So finally, I was like, "Dude, I'm I'm banging people." And, and he stole my TV, all my DVDs, and everything, and left. Oh wow! wow. I was at work. Yeah. Who steals DVDs? I was gonna say. <laughs> well, back then, yeah, it was a while ago. It was a while ago. Yeah. So then, you know, that back then, it, but goddamn, those DVDs yeah. were worth maybe two dollars a piece back I, then. Yeah. I just want to hug you and say I'm sorry that this Aww. guy, but South African and Australian, there's two. That's got to be the there's worst. There's two that the confidence level of those fucking guys is just <laughs> way, way beyond. You're always like. All right, Amanda, can you can you beat it? Was it worse than that? I don't, I mean, is this a competition we want no, to win? No, 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 no. <laughs> you do not want to win this competition. I don't know who's the worst, but the story that always comes to mind, is, because I've noticed that guys either want to stay in the casually dating realm forever or they're ready to get married after two weeks. Yeah. I don't know what that's all about, but one of the guys was ready to get married after two weeks, and he... First of all, he invited me to his niece's christening, like, the second week we had been dating. Oh, jeez. And I don't really do church, so it was really awkward. And I told him that I didn't feel comfortable going, and he started crying. Wow. So I went. Church as a date. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and it was also one of these churches where they have armed guardsmen. Because they're worried someone's going to come in and shoot up the church. So he was one of the Whoa. arms bearers at his church. Oh, my God. Yeah, it got real weird real quick. So he cried and you felt like you needed to do... You I don't know what I felt like. I didn't know what to do. This was probably like eight years ago and I was still... Because I got married to my first real boyfriend. So I really didn't have much dating right. experience until after I got divorced. It was really weird. And I don't. I had a really hard time saying no to people, like not... If somebody asked me to do something, if I had already showed interest on the app, then I felt like obligated to hang out with some of them, not all of them. But like if they were nice enough, I felt obligated to go and I learned my lesson. I don't do that anymore. But um, yeah, he I had to go to the christening. And then the week after that, I was like, this really isn't working out. 
And he came over one morning and he worked at Home Depot. So he worked, I think he had to go to work at like 11 that morning. So we went to breakfast and we went back to my house for a little bit. We were watching TV and then he went to work. I get up like an hour later, I go to clean the house. And in the hall bathroom, he had shit all (sighs) over the toilet seat and left it and went on to work. And I'm just like, in what world do you... First of all, how did it get there? I, I still don't know. Wow. And also, why would you just walk away from it? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's that's and a then huge was, red flag. Yeah, yeah, and then, unfortunately, well, he works at it's the... Red. Ho- <laughs> it's red. No, it brown was brown. Flag. It was definitely brown. And it was fucked up because, like, I... That was the bathroom that my kids used, and they weren't home that weekend, and I just happened to go in there to clean it because if I hadn't... I never used that bathroom. And oh, I'm like, God. what if the kids would have came home, like, days later and found crusted poop, like... So I ghosted him after that, and I saw him at Home Depot because he works at my Home Depot, and he couldn't figure out why I wasn't talking to him anymore. So it was a little, and I didn't know how to be like, but you pooped. So I'd rather fix your life than clean up that too. The the rifle bearer at church and the crying, that wasn't enough. The final straw was the shit on the toilet Well, no, see, all these things things were leading up, and I already knew that I wasn't going to talk to him anymore. I was just trying to figure out how to do it and when I was going to do it, and then that just was like, okay, this. Yeah, there, there's not going to be a nice breakup here. Yeah. People are crazy. So we, you both were dating before the apps came. What, how did the apps change it? And did it? And did you find the person that you're with through the app? Or did you do it organically in the, you know, like just you just met somebody? And I mean, at least for me, I know the apps just kind of broadened the pool a little bit. And that was more of like when I was really bored, I would go on that because... I was a person that I had no problem going out with myself all the time. Right. So, but I actually met um, my my Gary, I call him. Uh, I was at a bar with somebody else, and I saw him go up to the bar rail, and I was like, "I'm coming back to this bar after I get done with this." And the next week, he ended up walking into Coconuts or uh, Two Palms, and he sat at my bar, Jungle Bills, Jungle Bills it's Tiki Grill. Yeah, <laughs> and you started talking to him there. So that's yep. as organic as it can get, yeah. basically. Okay. Um, I have never had luck on the apps. I've been on them, but I've never, I think I only know personally one person who has met somebody that was good on there. I, um, my boyfriend now, I have known him for a while online, actually on Instagram. We met on Instagram, I guess you could say, but it wasn't particularly a dating app. Right. Well, yeah, but that's cool. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's more organic than a dating app, right? Well, yeah, yeah, because yeah, we had been, because t- he had a podcast too when I was podcasting with my cousin and we were following each other's pages and we had just like casually talked back and forth for a couple of years. So I had known him on a friend level and then I was like, wait, I think I like this guy. So now he's my boyfriend. <laughs> wow, that's great. See, yeah. and that's it. That's, that's, the, that's the old yeah. way of doing it. Right? And I the mean, old way seems to work out more often I it don't does know. It, I, I don't know the the actual statistics on it or anything no. but it seems like it works it just it's more natural and it seems like it makes for a longer term relationship yeah I, I think the problem with the apps is that people go on with so many expectations and everyone is trying so hard to be the best version of themselves which is usually not the day-to-day version of themselves so i feel like there's a lot of letdown on apps because you're seeing like this perfect version of a person that doesn't exist. Exist, Yeah. Yeah. And then you find out that like there was a guy that I dated. um, The last guy I dated before I got with my boyfriend now, um, he on paper, everything seemed really good. He was labeled the vice president of this company. Um, He had his own house. He had his own car. All, you know, like the things that grown ups should have. And then it's like, 
after maybe a couple of weeks, I started realizing, I was like, wait, this is like a house of cards because he is the vice president of a company that his aunt owns. Right. His new car is a company car that his aunt pays for. Right. And his grandma bought him the house that he lives in. So I was like, none of this stuff is even yours. Like, right. yeah. So it. Yeah, that's. Uh, and I met him on an app. So I just feel like there's a there are real people on there, but there's a lot of phonies, too. Yeah. Well, that, but that's the two things that we we've heard all through this. Right. Is that one of them is that it's fake because people are trying too hard. And then right. they never they never are the person that they that they're, they're trying to portray. Right. And then two is that it's really just something you do because you're bored and you're flipping through and it might as well be a fucking game. Right. And so how do you have real I don't know. How do you have a real thing there? I, but I got to go back to your moms. You know what I mean? I want to get to this part because this is I, look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dad. I, you know, I love my kid. Me and my wife, we work together. When she's gone, you know, I get a little taste of that. Obviously, it's not it's yeah. not the same thing, but it's a little taste. And I'm fucking amazed by single people, single parents. I'm amazed that you can get anything done because my week becomes it's it just you just feel like at the end of the day, holy fuck, I didn't get everything I needed to get done, and I'm I'm exhausted, and and in six hours I got to get up and fucking do this shit again, you know? Because when they go to bed, when you get them to bed. You still have the kitchen to clean and all this other because you could do it a little bit at a time. But who the fuck? Those people yeah. that can do that are monsters. They're not real people. <laughs> they, there's something fucking wrong with them, right? So you're just you're just overwhelmed by it. And this idea of trying to find love at the same time, I don't know how you guys do it. Did you have to wait for him to become an A? Tell me, tell me. I'm ready. Um, I honestly, I really didn't date that much when my kids were super young, and my kids still don't. They have not met. 95% of the people that I've dated. Like I, um, I've always been really protective of them because my mom dated a lot when I was younger and I hated it. Okay. And I just never, like I hated seeing some guy in the house. I'm like, who the hell is this? So I never wanted to do that to my kids. So they really didn't know who I was dating when they were younger. Um, and I didn't want people to meet my kids until I knew that they weren't weird, obviously, you know, right, right, because right. Um, kids pick up on when people are creeps. Like, I feel like kids are better judge of characters than some adults. So, right. oh, wow. Like, yeah, maybe you should be listening to kids' opinions like, mom, I yeah. hate him. Like, right. Okay, well, maybe there's something <laughs> yeah. to this. That's my, the, the new dating app. My kid picks. <laughs> yeah. Kid, yeah. <laughs> See, and I went about it a little bit differently, but I was raised in a very, my parents rodeo for a living, my grandparents in the circus. Oh, so wow. I constantly had people just coming in and out of my life anyway and it was mm. just something I kind of got used to my kids were never introduced to anybody as like this is mommy's boyfriend or this you know there was never like this is your new dad yeah, nothing right. crazy but like they were introduced to people as friends right. you know and I mean in general in your life like you're gonna constantly have a rotation of people that are coming and going and I just always thought that you know if that's how life is going to be as an adult like it's not horrible to have your kids meet new people as long as there's not the, as long as they understand, like, you know, you're not getting them super attached and this is, you know, might not be a permanent figure. Yeah. I don't think it's, so. there's a like right way to do it. I, I don't think, but I've been at, I think you're going to have to do what's natural to you, yeah. right? But what I want to know is how the fuck do you do it? Like, well, what do you, <laughs> like, you've got a kid. I, I still, to this day, and I guess, you, are you sharing custody with your 
with your other ones? Is that what it I is? I think that I had the luxury of, yeah, I've um, ever since I've been divorced, I've had 50-50 with my ex-husband. Okay. So my kids aren't home half the time. So if your kids are at your house 24-7, there's no way to get around it. Eventually, they're going to see something because, I mean, what, what are you right. going to do? Right. But yeah, I had that luxury to kind of juggle it around. But I think that that was also a hindrance because um, if I knew I didn't want to get serious with somebody, I really only was dating them every other week, it felt like. Because right. when my kids were home, I kind of just ignored them because they weren't real at that that point right right okay um i mean what was the question did you do you have full custody or oh, do you no. have partial okay um, so you go well, back 50 so 50 my daughter's father is not involved at all like my youngest daughter and then my oldest daughter she sees him every other holiday and six weeks in the summer so oh well so you really are the, the yeah it's on you right so that's uh, that's what i'm saying i don't I, i'm trying to figure out how you how you fucking do it? Like, what do you? You got to get somebody to watch the kid. You got to go out, and then you, and you're you're like, look, I'm tired, and I don't want a lot of bullshit. And then, and you know, the guy's is a guy, so yeah. he's he's trying to get lucky, right? right? You well, know so what I mean? I. Yeah. <laughs> I was I, I say this in, you know, tongue in cheek. I was very fortunate in the fact that like my grandparents were trying to steal my kids away from me, so if I. <laughs> needed a babysitter like there they were right um right. but there was you know some conflict there too oh so shit. Okay. yeah but i mean i think you live in i always tell my kids though like they, they know i say when are you going to start dating and they go when we own our own houses yeah oh that's <laughs> like, <sick. laughs> yeah like they're not allowed to start dating and they're not allowed to have kids until they've got all of it figured out so well nobody's gonna do that That's i know the fucking i know part. you know what i mean it's the hardest thing him. in the world to do i don't know is there um is there a thing with um again i was talking to my brother about this because he he was dating a woman with kids and when he came to me and he was like you know they but it was it wasn't just a woman with kids she had just gotten divorced and this was going to be the first relationship and i was like that's a bad idea you know it's just a bad idea because they weren't young kids they were teenagers right yeah. and you know i told i sat him down and i said look i'm not trying to tell you what to do you know obviously i am that's just <laughs> you know but um i said i'm not trying to tell you what to do but think of this if mom had and dad got divorced and mom started dating what would we have done to that guy <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they wouldn't have been able to find him. It, you know what I mean? It would have been. It would have just been one of those situations. And I don't know. Um, it sounds like you had young enough kids that they could get over it. And yeah. kids are pretty great at getting over things anyway, right? Yeah. So, what's that like when you do introduce him? When you finally do introduce him, and what do you say? I don't mean to make this weird. No, it's not weird. No, I'm, no, was, I'm just thinking. Yeah. I mean, so for me, it was always like, this is just a new friend. This okay. is someone that we're going to hang out with. And, you know, friends come and go sometimes. Sometimes they don't. I do remember one time my daughter, I think we were at a parent-teacher conference or something, and she was like, Mom, how come you've had so many boyfriends? I was just like, <laughs> uh, like, why do you have to ask these questions now? <laughs> they always say stuff at the worst yeah. time. Like, I, was, I was like, I make bad choices. I don't know. I have no other. Now, the, the only thing I know about dating a woman with kids is that kids always, their, their kids always come first. That's like a hundred percent. That's always yes. going to be the case. Do you ever run in? Do you ever run into it like while dating, where the guy does not realize that, and he's like getting upset because you have to spend time with your own children? 
Yeah, but I think those people weed themselves out pretty quick because right. yeah. this yeah. is how it's going to be. And if you don't like it now, you're not going to like it in six months either. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you're already making that. I mean, you. I yeah. mean, if somebody says that, you're just like, fuck off. That's right. Yeah. 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 I'm an indentured servant until they're 18. Right. So if you don't like this, there's plenty of other women. So. How did you introduduce yours? Your, your, your child. Well, okay. So my boyfriend, we're long distance right now, yeah. still. Um, so he comes down here for like six weeks at a time, um, and then goes back because he lives in New Jersey right now until he moves down here. So they knew that he was coming down, and they knew that we had been dating. I told them because we. It, I think we were dating for like four months officially before he came down to visit the kids. So they had known about him. They had seen pictures and all that kind of stuff. Right. So I had kind of, you know, opened the door to that. So it wasn't just like, who's this guy that just flew in? So, um, but besides that, I really, they really haven't met anybody in a while. The last person that they did meet um, that I was serious about, we ended up breaking up. And that upset me because they were starting to get close to him. So after that, I was just like, I can't, I can't do this to myself or them. Right. So until I know, I mean, you never really know, but right. I just have been kind of waiting until the last second to let the kids meet people after that. But do you feel like it affects them? I This is the other thing I think too, is that kids are just, you know, we, we always think of like the worst thing that happened to me when I was a kid, but you know what I mean? I mean, outside of like, I think really it depends shit, on the kid you know? really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most kids get over, Right. They well, don't even, there's like periods of, think about when you were 10. What do you remember about being 10? There's right. a few things yeah. and that's it. You don't remember, you know, yeah. like all this shit that we think, oh my God, that's going to be with him. And he's like, I don't, they don't even remember it now. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so. Sometimes I worry because like, I feel like I didn't have necessarily the best example of what healthy relationships were. And so I am fortunate that I found somebody because I really wanted to teach my kids that. And right. obviously when you're dating, you know, and they never, they were never around for any arguments or, you know, I hid them from any conflict or controversy. But even with those, like, they still weren't seeing a genuine loving relationship and how that, you know, mm -hmm. how they grow. Right. And so I do feel very fortunate, at least in the last five years, that they've got to at least witness that at least once in their lifetime. Because I don't feel like growing up, like, you know, my mom's gonna be mad that I mention this all the time, but she's been married five times. Like, yeah. and I think that she just got married very quickly and rushed into things, and they were never happy. So, yeah. Well, that's you know I've said that a number of times. Yeah, you get to, yeah. and after that, <laughs> then after that, it's not them. It's you. Right. You know what I mean? You're, you're, it's the third one. It's come on. You know. You know what I mean? Like, it's hundred percent you. Yeah, you're making bad choices, and, but it sounds like you guys have done the work on yourself. This is what my brother and Katie say all the time: is that you got to be working on yourself. You got to make yourself. You got to like yourself before you can fucking give yourself to somebody else, right? And yeah. uh, and I had to do that work with my wife, finding you know, trying to better myself because she deserved somebody better. Yeah. But it sounds to me like you guys know. I mean, the fact that you can say that that you know what a healthy relationship yeah. is, and that you want them to experience that. that I mean, that's a fucking beautiful thing, you know. Because most people, you know, they don't think that way. Right. They're not. They're like, the party's going and, you know, just don't get in the way. You know what I mean? So. And I think because um, my, my ex-husband got remarried almost immediately after we got divorced. So my kids have only ever known a stepmom, but they've never known a stepdad. So I think oh. that that's a weird dynamic for them, too, because when they're at mom's house, they're used to it just being like girl party all the time. So I think that it's like a little bit of a culture shock where they're like, oh, wait, there's a guy here like right. yeah. they like him but it's just weird because it's always just been the three of us right. so it's it's definitely i think different for them but 
he's a good person and I think that they see that and he gets along with them so it helps a lot but it's hard when you're older because my kids are older they're in middle and high school so all of a sudden there's somebody here when there's not somebody usually there they're like mm. right I mean yeah. it's okay I are guess. they are like, they at the are they at the age where they just like like hate you half the time? Or? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, my, my oldest daughter gets along better with him, but that's just because she's more, like, social and they have more okay. stuff that they could talk about. But my youngest daughter hates everybody. So I'm like, okay. when she doesn't want to talk to you, don't worry, because she, like, ghosts me on text half the time. So. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't respond. I'll be like, I love you. And then just read. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Left on read yes. by your daughter. Yeah, she breaks my heart all the time. That's their uh, job is to break our yeah. hearts. Um, all right, so before we go, let's just do this. You're somebody comes to you, somebody you like. They've got divorced. They've got a kid. Um, or a single mom out there with a kid. What would you give? Them? Obviously, we've talked about it, so you've said some things already. But what's the one piece of advice you'd look them in the eye and say, "You should do this. This is this is what I've learned." Not just parents, but anybody dating, I feel like they just need to keep in mind that you can do bad all by yourself. You don't need someone else to bring you down. And if you're in a relationship that isn't making you feel like a better person, then you don't need to be in that relationship. That's good. Right. I mean, definitely all of that. Um, <laughs> and I think that it's important to know who you are before you try and um, find out who someone else is, mm -hmm. because it's really hard to grow with somebody else if you know, you don't know what direction you're going. So there's got to be, you know, you got to be going in parallel lines if you're constantly crossing all the time. It's not going to work. Jesus, dude, we're getting like... It's good I'm, stuff. I really is. Yeah, it's good you stuff. You know what I mean? I feel good about it. I want to say thank you, Ashley. Yeah. I want to say thank you, Amanda. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Really, awesome. really uh, wonderful. And uh, I feel bad. I'm a, little, I'm a little choked up. I don't know what to say. I'm a little, yeah. I'm a little choked up. Thank you guys for being here. Oh, I really appreciate you. it. We'll have you back. Yeah. I, you know, we want to talk about this more. And I uh, would say, we'll, and like we always do, those of you out there, you know, uh, be well, be safe, take care of yourselves. If you'd like to comment, complain, point out errors, or tell us about your dating experiences or ask questions, you can reach us at neverknowpodcast at gmail.com. That's neverknowpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 727-386-9098. 727-386-9098. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks for listening. The music for Never Know Dating Podcast with Danny Bevins was written by Derek Bevins and Francis LaBelle, a.k.a. Frankie Ramon. Lyrics by Daryl Bevins. Recorded and produced by Direct In Studio. The Never Know Dating Podcast produced by John J. Murray. Associate producers Ross Duncliffe and Gabe McKinney.